Welcome to Your Health Simplified. I'm your host, Tiffany Colbertson, a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and senior fitness specialist. And I'm here to help you, well, simplify your health. Let's get to it. I posted a reel talking about this the other day, but I really want to talk to you more in depth. So when we start any kind of new way of thinking, a new lifestyle habit, I'm talking um, cleaning your house, fitness, nutrition, parenting, whatever it may be, we always think that we need to implement it from the get-go 100%. Some people can do this and it works really well for them. For most of us, myself included, you can't just flip a switch and completely rewire how you think and the habits that you enjoy. So first I want to talk a little bit about how fitness. I'll just break a couple of these down for you. So when it comes to fitness, we always think, okay, I'm going to start a new program. I'm going to start it on Monday. I'm not going to miss any days. I'm going to adhere to it 100%, which is great. But if you don't have any kind of movement routine in place, this new habit is very hard to implement more than two or three times a week. At that Out of those two or three times a week, going from zero to 100% is still not very available to many people. That is why in my reel, I talked about break it down. Just do the warm-up of your routine, right? You have the rest of your life to figure out this fitness, what works for you, what you like to do, and what makes you feel good. You don't have to figure that all out on Monday, So just start with the warm-up. Heck, just start with sitting and meditating. If you say on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m., I know I have a half hour. Maybe you take the first five minutes and just meditate at 10 o'clock every day. Just get in the habit of doing something at 10 o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then you can add in some stretching. Then you can add in the warm-up of your, your workout program. Maybe it's the first set. Maybe it's only the first exercise. You don't have to do the entire thing to reap the benefits. If you just do a warm-up and get some mobility in, I know all of my clients have mobility in their warm-ups, you've done a lot for your body. You're moving it in ways that you probably are not moving it throughout the entire day. That's amazing. Um, Again, so maybe you're at the point where you can do the entire workout. Great. Just because you picked up your 10-pound weights to start your bicep curls doesn't mean that you have to finish, say you have three sets of eight reps. You pick up the 10s, they go really well for the first eight. That You pick them up again for the next set, and it's like by four, by rep four, your muscles are burning. They're too heavy. Guess what? Pick up the eights. Pick up the fives. Do them without a weight if you have to. You're not married to one weight the entire set and reps for that exercise. If you want, if you've been, say, using bicep curls, five pounds, been doing it, like I want to try the tens. And so at each set, you get two to three reps in with 10 pounds, but then drop down to your fives, you still lifted more weights. Eventually your 10 pounds is going to be your new normal, but you have to practice and you have to find your, your, the outliers, right? Um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Like the boundaries. So there's days when I can 
curl 15 pounds, no problem. There's other days when my body is tired, I can only curl five pounds because if I don't, my forearm starts to get a little shocky thing that goes up in it. That's a whole nother story. But your body is just because you're doing one thing one day and it feels really good. The next time you do it next week, two weeks from now, you're, everything changes. You're at a different place in your hormone cycle. You, um, maybe you didn't sleep very well. Maybe you're fighting off a little bit of a cold. You don't even know it, but you might have some swollen lymph nodes and your body just needs to go to that first. So this idea that you have to hit it a hundred percent perfect from day one on that Monday, you got to toss that out the window. This is how you become flexible in your approach and how you can make it so sustainable that it doesn't matter what happens in your life. You know you can get movement in one to three times a week, every week, for the foreseeable future. Just the other day, I, and I posted this in my stories, I had a very small window to work out in. And I would love to lift heavier. I, I tried to lift heavier for me, for my goals. But I had about 20 minutes. And so I used really light weights, focused on my form. Lighter weights meant I did not have to rest between the sets because I was not completely fatiguing my muscles. And I got it done in um, a little over 16 minutes. That's enough. That habit is there. The routine is there. It was fine. Today, when I got my workout in, it was closer to a half hour. I was able to pick up the heavier weights. It's fine. It's more about building the habit and making it sustainable plus enjoyable That's where progress happens. And if you can make it really enjoyable and something that you can sustain for an extended period of time, that's when you see progress with that consistency. And then that is just going to inspire and encourage you to keep moving. So if you're struggling to get in some kind of habit, to start some kind of habit, whether it's walking or stretching or yoga, commit to the time, the start time of the days, know that it could be flexible. Maybe you do have to make it flexible, but commit to a time to start for that day and then get in five minutes. And every time you schedule it, maybe next time it's seven, maybe next time it's eight, gradually work up to what you want to be doing. It'll feel easier. It'll feel more enjoyable. Actually will encourage and inspire you to keep going once it starts to feel good and you realize, wow, This doesn't have to be slap me in the face at 100 miles per hour on day one. I literally can work up to it. I don't have to be sore and tired. It doesn't have to completely rearrange my life. I can do this. Same thing when it comes to nutrition. Whether you're trying to maybe eliminate some processed foods because it doesn't feel good. Maybe you're eliminating some carbs because your A1C is a little bit high. Maybe your blood pressure is high so you have to make some changes. Again, we want to make those changes all at one time, but habits are formed when we do something over and over and over again for an extended period of time. So if you're eating these foods on a regular basis, this is like your lifestyle, this is part of your culture, your home culture, right? Your atmosphere, it's unlikely that you're going to stop eating those things that are not making you feel good or are moving your health ranges to, to where you don't like it all at once. And so if you're used to eating, say your A1C was high, that's your blood sugar. Your A1C is high and you're pre-diabetic and they said you need to quit eating so much sugar. But every day 
you eat four or four Oreos after you put the kids to bed and you go to sleep or when your husband goes to sleep or as you're watching Netflix, whatever your home situation may be. Taking all of those away for most people would send them into binging on something else. So decrease from four to three. And then after a week or so, then from three to two, and then from two to one, and then maybe one every other day, depending on your A1C, depending on what other factors in your life that maybe you can manipulate a little bit. This goes the same when if you've been extreme dieting and you're like, you know what, I want to start this, try and figure out this intuitive eating, not counting calories, macros or whatever. If you just drop and quit managing your food altogether, you are going to gain weight. 100%. There's a different way that you can do that. You can say, I'm only going to track my breakfast and my dinner. And then I'm only only going to track this meal. And then I'm only, you know, the idea is, is that you stop going from A to B in the flip of a switch. Take baby steps. Because along the way, as you're journeying from point A to point B, and you're taking these baby steps, you actually get to find out what you enjoy doing, what actually makes your body feels good, what is realistic for your lifestyle. Most of us could completely overhaul our lives for three to four weeks, which is why 30-day challenges are super popular, just so you know. Most of us can do something for 30 days, you're not really creating a habit in that time. We can sustain some major changes for 30 days. And then once it's up, you just go back to the old habits because what you were doing was not sustainable, probably wasn't enjoyable. And it's not a way that you could re- realistically live the rest of your life. Again, that's why 30 day challenges are super popular because you can do these massive shifts for a short period of time without it weighing too much on you, without your body really breaking down from not a lot of food and too much exercise or whatever. Take a slow path. Find out what really feels good. Maybe one hour workouts does not, they don't feel good to you. That's too much. That is why you're crashing and burning throughout the day. That is why you're sore all the time. Maybe you scale it back to 40 and then 30 and then maybe it's 20 minutes of strength training and guess what? You like a 10-minute leisurely walk or 20-minute leisurely walk after. These are all things that you won't learn if you do not take a slower approach. If you continue to do the all or nothing, even if it looks really good, even if it will at at the end of it all, change your health for the better Going from where you're at now, clear over there, in the blink of an eye, flip of a switch, it's Monday morning, that's when it starts everything. You're not really going to find out what it is that you want, what it is that you need, and what it is that you actually enjoy. This goes with, I've I've experienced this with finances, trying to eliminate debt, like trying to cinch down our budget all at once. And my husband's like, whoa, what are you doing? What do you mean? What do you mean you don't want me to go to the mini mart? I go to the mini mart three times a day. Well, yeah, taking that away and making him completely rearrange his life and think about his food choices for every day, multiple times a day, that was too much. It actually created more problems than not. 
So we find different ways to baby step to look at the finances differently. Same with parenting. If you woke up tomorrow and told your kids, guess what? Bam, here's a chore list. They've never done chores before. And at 8 o'clock, this is what you do. And at 10 o'clock, this is what you do. And before you go to bed, A, B, C, D, E has to be done. And now you have to you have to go out and weed the garden before you can ever get your iPad. Whatever it may be, of course your kids are going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. You're taking them from this current lifestyle and their current habits and flipping the switch and asking them to do something else. Now, they are kids. They usually will give a little bit of resistance to chores, but it's just like you and I. You're still asking them to wake up one day and completely change their lives and their habits. It's not enjoyable for many people. So then you take baby steps. You say, hey, guess what, guys? Every morning when you get up, you need to make your bed before you touch your iPad. Great, cool. And then guess what? Every day before you do, you know, this XYZ, I need you to do this. It's the same. They're little humans too. This works with cleaning your house even, right? Like I'm not, I I hate cleaning my house. I've said it a million times. My family and friends know it. I'm not going to wake up one day and completely clean my house and then keep it like head to toe spotless forever. I'm not going to magically make up all the laundry and then every day be able to stay on top of it because that's really hard for me and I don't enjoy it. But I also do, I, I enjoyed doing laundry like one load a day. Even if I needed to do two or three, I enjoy getting one load a day done. That's manageable for me. And as I'm like exploring the boundaries of what I can actually physically maintain for my house and my sanity and my time-wise, I learned that there are things that I do enjoy and that I actually don't mind making, you know, dusting every two to three days because that makes me feel good. But I didn't know these things when I always tried to go from zero to 100, from having a slightly cluttered house to, oh my God, it's got to be clutter-free in two hours. So you can apply this to anything you do in your life. If you are similar to me and most of the women that I know, that struggle from going from not doing something to wanting to be a completely different lifestyle, habit, whatever person, going from that zero to 100, doing all in is just not the way to go about it. Probably why you've never felt successful over certain things. Probably why fitness is really, really hard for a lot of women because they think that they have to do it all from day one. Same with nutrition, why it's really hard for women to um, start kind of managing more of what they eat that aligns with how their body wants to feel. Um, And especially for those that want to lose weight and that yo-yo diet, it doesn't work because you go on Monday morning all in. It's just not sustainable. It's not enjoyable. For most of us, it's not a realistic lifestyle anyways. So I hope this found you today. Um, And if you know of someone that might enjoy this episode send it their way. It is never rude. I've never found it rude when someone says, oh my gosh, look at this, a cleaning meme. Or, hey, have you looked at this book? It's about fitness or about being a personal trainer, about parenting or whatever. I love that people think about me and that are trying to be like, oh, you said you were struggling with this. I saw this. Good. 
my friends and family are thinking about me at random times of day. I always find that enjoyable. So don't be afraid to send this to someone that may benefit greatly from it. And yeah, I will chat with you all next week. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe and share this episode if you found it helpful. A review would also be fabulous. You can find me most days hanging out over on Instagram at Tiff Starts Living. And if you ever need to contact me, my email will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day. I will see you next time.